Welcome to Horty Springer's Health Law Expressions podcast on a segment we like to call the Kickback Chronicles. I'm Henry Cassell. And I'm Halem Mazoffer. We invite you to kick back and relax as we dive into this week's case. With all due apology to Britney Spears, the title of today's podcast is Oops, She Committed Fraud Again. In past episodes of this podcast, we've discussed how healthcare billing and payment policy is based on trust. The government and other payers trust the providers will submit claims for their services in a manner that reflects the government or other payers' payment policy, and the providers trust that the government or other payer will pay for those services based on those payment policies. The penalties for healthcare fraud are so harsh because the government wants to punish those who abuse that trust. Well, we don't talk about the criminal bail bond system very often. That's another system that is based on trust. But any trust there is placed on someone who has been granted bail is conditioned on their putting up a bond, which will be forfeit if the person tries to evade their day in court by skipping town while on bail. Each week, we search for cases involving health law fraud that we think that you will find to be interesting and educational. And every once in a while, we come across a case that is so unusual, we just have to discuss it. This week's topic is just such a case. The person that we will discuss this week not only abused the trust that everyone placed in her once, but after she pled guilty to one count of health care fraud and was on bail awaiting sentencing, she became involved in a separate fraud scheme. This is not an everyday occurrence, and we hope that you'll be as curious as we are as to how this could occur. Hela, why don't you tell us how this possibly could ever in a million years occur? Yeah, Henry. So this case focuses on Nicole Steiner, formerly known as Nicole Balkus. Now, as the title of this episode suggests, and Henry mentioned, what brought our attention to her particular case was not that Steiner committed fraud once, but twice. The story begins in 2018. At that time, Steiner was the owner of an operation known as Helping Hands Academy, based out of Bridgeport, Connecticut. Helping Hands was a Connecticut Medicaid participant that provided, or at least advertised that it provided, applied behavioral analysis treatment services to children diagnosed with autism spectrum disorder, also known as ASD. Now, most of what we know about Steiner's initial brush with healthcare fraud enforcement is due to the June 2, 2021 DOJ news release that described the guilty plea of Jessica Stewart, one of Helping Hands employees. Now, the Connecticut Medicaid program provides coverage for ASD treatment services. However, in order to be a covered service, the ASD treatment services have to be provided under the supervision of a licensed medical practitioner or board-certified behavior analyst. A board-certified behavior analyst is a person who possesses at least a graduate-level certification in behavior analysis and has been credentialed in writing by the state. Now, between 2018 and 2020, Helping Hands submitted claims for dates of service when no covered applied behavior analysis services of any kind had been provided to the billed Medicaid clients. In addition to that, Helping Hands inflated the number of hours for certain claims for those services to increase payment, and they submitted false Medicaid claims using a former employee's name and provider number. Now, how do we know that that was going on? Well, Ms. Stewart admitted it in her guilty plea that she did not have a college degree, was not a board-certified behavior analyst, was certainly not a licensed medical practitioner, and did not have any formal training in applied behavior analysis for ASD. 
Nevertheless, Helping Hands submitted numerous fraudulent claims to Medicaid for services that Stewart performed but was not qualified to provide, meaning that these were not covered services at all. In addition to that, Ms. Stewart submitted claims to Medicaid under the name of a person who actually was a board-certified behavior analyst without the person's knowledge or authorization. In total, Helping Hands billed Medicaid for more than $550,000 for services that were not performed. The state Medicaid program eventually caught up with Ms. Stewart, Helping Hands, and Nicole Steiner. Now, Ms. Stewart pled guilty to one count of health care fraud, which carried a maximum sentence of 10 years in prison, and one count of false identification in connection with health care fraud, which carries a maximum penalty of 15 years in prison. After sentencing, Ms. Stewart walked away with a total of 27 months of imprisonment, followed by three years of supervised release for both charges. Now, the Connecticut Department of Social Services, which administers the Connecticut Medicaid program, then terminated Helping Hands as a Medicaid participant. However, according to federal prosecutors, after Helping Hands was removed from Medicaid, Steiner made several false statements and submitted an altered document in an attempt to rescind that termination and get the payment for these out, for its outstanding claims. Steiner's efforts were ultimately unsuccessful, not surprisingly, and Helping Hands was terminated from the state Medicaid program. Then, in April 2021, Steiner herself pled guilty to one count of health care fraud, which carries with it a sentence of up to 10 years. Steiner was then released on a $50,000 bond to await sentencing. But that wasn't the end, was it, Henry? No, it's, and it's interesting to note, before we get to this, the other part of the story, as Walter Winchell used to say, um, it's interesting to note that because Steiner was, not the, was the owner and not the person who submitted the false claims, her potential sentence was less than her employee, who faced an, in, in, who in addition to one count of health care fraud, which was the same plea uh, count that Steiner pleaded to, uh, Stewart, the employee, faced an additional 15 years in prison due to her using the false identification to submit a fraudulent claim. Now, for most people, this is where our story would end. After all, the average person who's out on bond and awaiting sentence after pleading guilty to a count of federal health care fraud would lie low and hope for a favorable sentence. After seeing how the government treated her employee, Steiner might also consider herself lucky that she got away with pleading to only one count of health care fraud and hope and she had a legitimate interest at this point in hoping that the judge treated her leniently at sentencing. But the aspect of this story that makes Ms. Steiner kick back Chronicle worthy is that her guilty plea and her being out of jail on bond was not the end of her story and did not stop Ms. Steiner from continuing to commit health care fraud. And Hala, please explain how that can happen. Yeah, Henry, so that's correct. We've all heard the phrase, history repeats itself. Well, Ms. Steiner took that phrase and ran with it. While waiting to be sentenced... For federal fraud, Steiner became involved in and acted as a silent partner in the ironically named New Beginnings Children's Behavioral Health. The shocking thing here is that New Beginnings was also a Connecticut-based organization and also provided applied behavioral analysis services to children diagnosed as being on the autism spectrum. Prosecutors said that at New Beginnings, Steiner was responsible for billing claims to Medicaid, managing payroll, and recruiting and screening potential employees. She also had access to and used her business partner's emails and other online accounts to operate the company. 
Steiner and New Beginnings allegedly billed Medicaid for thousands of dollars in services not rendered, and in particular, billed for services not rendered by Steiner. Unsurprisingly, Steiner was arrested again on May 2nd of this year on another count of health care fraud, this time in connection with her involvement with New Beginnings. She eventually pled guilty again and now faces up to 20 years in prison, which the federal prosecutors will ask the judge to impose in addition to the up to 10-year sentence that she will receive for her first guilty plea. Steiner is now free again, this time on a $250,000 bond in home detention and under electronic monitoring. Let's hope she's not planning on going for a three-peat. Now, we don't have the end of the story to tell you at this point in time. Her sentencing will not occur for another couple months. At that time, the judge will be able to take into account the way she operated Helping Hands, the over $550,000 in false claims that Helping Hands submitted to the Connecticut program, the way that she took advantage of children with autism, and she also took advantage of a program that was intended to help those children, and most important of all, her use of new beginnings to commit fraud a second time. We do, don't think that Ms. Steiner will like how the judge will view these multiple and egregious abuses of the trust that both the health care billing system and the bell bond system placed in her. Now, today's subject is admittedly unique. At least we hope there are not a lot of people out there like Ms. Steiner. However, the fact that someone like Ms. Steiner could commit almost identical types of fraud, even when out on bail in the same state, has caused government officials who enforce the health care fraud laws to look with suspicion at even the most law-abiding and compliant health care provider. Therefore, if you want to learn more about the Fraud and Abuse Laws and No Surprises Act and much, much more, we invite you to join myself, Dan Mulholland, and Mary Paterni at our Hospital Physician Contracts and Compliance Clinic that will be held in Las Vegas, Nevada from November 17th to 19th. 2022. If you can't catch us then, be sure to check the Horty Springer website for more information about new and opportunities to learn about the topics that we cover at this seminar. Thanks for listening and tune in next time to the Kickback Chronicles to keep learning from misfortune of others.